and welcome to The Lovely Life with Trina McNeely. I'm going to help you learn to love your life, your everyday life. Not the one that you idealize from Instagram or the one that's on the other side of overwhelm, stress, and anxiety. I'm talking about the one that you woke up to today. This is a podcast about learning to live better spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically, no matter what you're going through. Living the lovely life doesn't mean that your life is devoid of pain and problems or that everything looks perfect. Quite the opposite. It's simply learning to find beauty in the midst of the mess and choosing to participate in your life, even when it's not going your way. In this conversational and contemplative podcast, you can expect thoughtful interviews, faith-filled encouragement, and practical tips to help you create space for peace and joy today. So listen in, friend, because together we're going to learn how to make our everyday a little easier, more meaningful, and truly beautiful. Hi, lovely life friends. Welcome to this episode. Actually, this is going to be the last episode until the fall or maybe at all. I don't know. I feel a lot of change worrying and stirring on the inside of me. And so what I want to talk today about is taking a break for your soul. I have been kind of priming my email friends with the idea of the summer of soul. And, you know, I've been talking a lot about the concept of soul because my book came out, Unclutter Your Soul, Overcome What Overwhelms You. And my heart and desire is to help people's souls become healthy. And if you're new here, what I mean by soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. I've been learning a lot about the brain in recent weeks and I'm always learning about mental and emotional health as I'm continually working on mine. I share so much in the book about my journey and my story. And I don't write this book from a place of expertise. I I guess I would say I'm becoming an expert in this, but I write from a place of vulnerability and a place of growing and sharing what I'm learning and inviting others to come on this journey to unclutter their soul, to go through all of the hidden places in your heart, in your mind, in the home of your your soul, really. I always say that we are a living home. Really, it's not my idea. It's the Bible's idea. Uh, God comes and he dwells within us and we are a home. So what is behind all of those closed doors in the attic of your soul or the basement or the crawl space or your room? What do you need to undecorate or maybe decorate? I don't know. But my whole desire is to kind of work through those things in life that are holding us back, the locked doors, the boxes that need unpacking, the pieces that we hold onto for nostalgia or familiarity, and to grow into healthy, whole men and women of God. That's that's my desire is to work through those things. Anyways, I've gotten all over the place, but in writing this book, I'm sharing so much of my journey and and what I've learned and the practices that I put into place, a three-step process with many more mini processes beneath, but to observe, observe what's going on in our lives 
and to own. We have to take ownership of our lives and then to overcome. And so if you haven't gotten the book, this is, yes, it is a plug to get the book because summer is a great time to go through it. So I am working on the health of my own soul continually. And it's been a really crazy, busy year. Not crazy, but a big year. Uh, I'm coming upon the one-year mark of moving into a new home in a new state with four children, one that has really only been with us a wee bit because she's been at college and back in Illinois and so forth. So we've been adjusting. And as soon as we got here, trying to get settled, we were getting ready for college. And then I got the dreaded, what do I like to call it? I call it the devil virus (laughs) that we all know of. And it really kind of did a number on me as I know it did on many of you and just had a rough time in the fall and the winter and even the early spring. And so I was dealing with lots of health issues, dealing with some personal family issues that have been all consuming and the launch of a book, which is all consuming as well. And so I've been go, go, going and getting settled and doing my best to keep up with things and also protect and guard my heart and nurture my soul. And so sometimes that makes for quietness on social media. So if you see me go quiet, and I do this, I guess, in real life too, maybe some of you do as well with texts or communication or keeping up with people, because we really only have so much energy to give out and to share. And so anyways, I feel like I'm just in a time where I need to take a bit of a step back and I need to rest and I need to nurture and care for my soul and return to many of the things that I write in the book. I practice it on the go, but I need to do a deep dive and calling it the summer of soul. And so for me, that looks like taking a bit of a break from social media And from anything that is a bit of an output for me, I just did some calculating the other day and came to the conclusion that I have been creating content online for nearly 15 years. You guys, that is a very long time. I've been doing it since before a few of my children were born. And I love it. I am a person who loves input and I need an outlet for output. So for me, originally that began with blogging, which was very natural for me because I am a journaler. And also it really took on a little bit of a feeling of having my own newspaper, so to speak. I've shared, if you've read any of my books or followed me for some time, that I come from a newspaper family, three generations. And so it just turned out that my blog was like a newspaper. I was the editor and publisher. I had advertising that I ran, photography, uh, no sports, (laughs) some opinions, and different editorial type pieces all the time. So I loved that. I felt right at home in that. And that led into book writing, which also I love because I love long form writing and story. That's really where my heart is at. And before that, I guess social media came into play. So I was creating content and blogging before there was Instagram. And I loved that. I loved Instagram when it first came into existence because it was so artistic, it was visual, and it was not stressful. It was kind of a bit of a relief. But over time, it has really changed a lot and kind of turned into micro blogging. But 
it wasn't quite as deep and connecting as blogging on a website is, at least in my opinion. And so anyways, I've just been, you know, churning out and going along and I just feel a little bit tired. Like I said, started the podcast. Well, I guess this would be our second year doing the podcast and I really enjoyed it. I didn't start the podcast because it was the next thing, because if that was the case, I was kind of late to the game. I arrived on the blogging scene at the right time and podcast, I was a little late to the game. So I was not doing it just to do it. Enneagram 4 here, that actually made me not want to do it. But I really wanted to work on my communication, actually work on verbal communication. I'm much more comfortable in written word and I prefer written word but I wanted to grow in communicating verbally. And I've actually really enjoyed this form of communication and this outlet. It has pushed me and I do feel like I've grown a lot. But what really surprised me is how much I love connecting and talking with other people. I mean, I guess it's not a surprise because I love meaningful conversations. Most of the work that I do is singular. It's just me and it feels really isolating a lot of the times. While I'm an introvert and that works well for me most of the time, there's still a part that it just gets lonely and you feel like you're trudging. So I do find the conversations that we've had in this space very energizing and I love it. But I just don't know what is next. I haven't felt this in a very long time, but when you're at a place where you don't know what is next and you're willing to lay things down and pray about it and see how the Lord would direct. So this really isn't an announcement of any kind of sort. It's just me having a chat with all of you listeners, my listening friends, and just letting you kind of have a state of the union on what's going on in La La Lovely Land. And so I'm taking a break. And I want to tell you a little bit about what I mean by that, because maybe your soul is hungry for a break too. Your mind, there's just so much noise. There's so much going on. You feel exhausted on the inside and probably the outside too. Your will. So the deciding factor, you know, when we get tired and worn down and overwhelmed, it's really hard to make decisions, isn't it? Just little ones. I'm finding that I'm struggling so much on coming up with dinner menus for the week and and what to cook each night. I'm having a hard time making small decisions like that. Our emotions, we can become emotionally fatigued when we carry so much. And whether you're carrying a lot personally or not, we're all carrying so much collectively in this world that we're living in, in the way that things have changed in the past couple of years. There's just a different kind of emotional heaviness that I think we didn't carry prior to the year 2020. Just like before 9-11, life was a little lighter and a little different. And after 9-11, there was a real shift in the atmosphere, if you will. And I believe, obviously, we've went through another one together. And then add in just your daily life, parenting, marriage, work, family of origin issues, health issues, and so forth. It can just be overwhelming emotionally. Now, I realize we can't always take a break from everything that may be weighing us down or stressing us out because maybe it is your family, maybe it is work, maybe it is your health. Maybe you don't even really know what is weighing you down 
and causing stress and overwhelm and why you specifically feel so fatigued. And so this is why I think taking a break is necessary so that you can quiet down the exterior noise and begin to listen to the noise on the inside of you, the chatter, the narratives, and see what's really going on with you and what kind of rest you might need, what kind of replenishing and what kind of reprieve you might personally need. And so we have to be able to take a break then from the things that we can. And for each of us, that may look different. For me, I am choosing to take a break from social media, a long extended break until sometime in the month of August. We are at the end of June right now because there's a lot of noise in that space for me. I love it and I do still find inspiration on Instagram, but I also feel stress and I also pick up many emotions of other people, frustrations. I get on maybe to look at something of beauty. I will have a hard time with that. There's a few accounts that I follow for pure beauty or recipes or home design, and I'll want to look at those. But just like many of you, I have a really bad habit that where if I log on, I just immediately start to scroll and waste large chunks of time. And I'm not even looking at what I came on to look for or to share a post or to connect with you in the DMs and so forth. So I need to give myself a bit of a break. And there's just a lot of noise in my life right now personally. And so I need to quiet the things that I can. And social media is a thing that I can quiet right now. I'm going to take a break from the podcast, as I said, and just pretty much any form of output. I encourage everyone to be sure to sign up for my email list, become an email friend. I will leave a link in the show notes because if I communicate this summer, that is going to be the way, the only way. And I may share that way and I would love to catch up with you in that space. So be sure to become an email friend. But what I hope to do really is just something that I write about in Unclutter Your Soul. One of the chapters is called Participate in Your Life. And sometimes we are just going and going and going and being led by other people's agendas and everyone else's needs, and we're not participating in our own life. Sometimes we're too overwhelmed, we're kind of frozen, and we just, the things we know we need to be doing or participate in are just just way too overwhelming. And so it's easier to do nothing or to just keep going in the circles that you're going in. I love the verse in 1 Corinthians 1, 9. It says, by him, you were called into companionship and participation with his son, Christ Jesus, our Lord. I don't know what choosing to participate for you looks like. For me, it has looked like various things that I have been avoiding. You kind of flip it. What have I been avoiding in life? And then participate in that way. In order to participate, we have to begin to reflect. This is a little section in the back of each chapter of my book. It's called Create Space. And there's a meditation that shares a scripture, reflect, which has some introspective questions, and then an action that you can take. And I want to share this one from this chapter in the book. The reflection questions are, what has been overwhelming or exhausting you? I hope this summer you can take some time to really think about these questions. Give yourself the time and the space and quiet down all of the noise so that you could answer this for yourself. What has been overwhelming or exhausting you? 
What have you been avoiding and why? What holds you back from taking action and participating in your life? Invite the Holy Spirit to reveal what you haven't been able to see. The root, the source of your pain, write down what he shows you. An action that you can take is simply to create your own participation list. Then begin to work the list and participate in your life starting today. So I'm participating in rest and in taking care of my soul and body because they are very connected. And as you know, I talk about when our souls are overwhelmed, our body begins to speak. And my body has been speaking a lot lately. So I need to take a slowdown and listen and find ways I need to participate. And for me to participate in rest during summer, it looks a lot like swimming, taking walks, hanging out with my family, reading, journaling, dreaming, eating ice cream, using my imagination, basically a lot of things that we love to do when we are kids. A few years back, I created a summer wonder workbook and a summer wonder list. And I'd love to share that with you guys as well. I'm sharing also a link in the show notes so that you can download that. And if you want to take a bit of a break this summer or you want to have a summer of soul, then I want to encourage you to download the Summer Wonder Workbook and kind of work through ways to take in wonder. And I think it'll really encourage you and add a lot of fun to your summer as well. So if you feel you might need a break for the summer, I want you to think about it and consider just taking it. Don't wait for someone to give you permission. Give yourself the permission and participate in your rest and in the care of your own soul. Friends, I hope you have an awesome summer, a memorable summer, one where you let the sunshine beat down on your skin and straight into the depths of your soul. I want you to know that the health of your soul really directs the health of your life. And so I encourage you and I implore you to listen to your soul, listen to the soundtrack of your soul, as I like to say, and care for your soul, nurture it, unclutter it, and take the rest that you need. I'll meet you back here in the fall with an update or an invitation for a new direction. Whichever way the Lord leads this summer, I'm excited to see and to share with you in the fall. In the meantime, I encourage you to visit my website, trinamcneely.com for many resources, and you can catch all of the past episodes of The Lovely Life if you need a little bit of input, encouragement, and conversations to help you grow spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. Have an awesome summer. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for listening to The Lovely Life, and I hope that your summer is totally lovely. Hey friends, have you gotten a copy of my new book, Unclutter Your Soul, Overcome What Overwhelms You? It is available now wherever books are sold. You can also visit my website, trinamcneely.com slash unclutter your soul to find out more about the book and to download sample chapters. You can grab them in PDF download format or grab an audio chapter today. I want to help you overcome what's overwhelming you in your everyday life, to let go of stress and anxiety, and to make room for more peace and joy. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Lovely Life. If you love what you hear on this podcast and want other people to know that their everyday life can be beautiful and meaningful, then I want you to leave a five-star review and take a moment to subscribe to this podcast. Did you know that we have an online community where we continue the discussion and cheer each other on? I want to personally invite you to join. Simply go to facebook.com slash groups slash lovely life community. For show notes and to subscribe to episode emails, visit trinamcneely.com slash podcast. Until next time, friends, here's to leaving behind perfect and learning to live better. Better.